the plant-based bratwurst was really good, but I was really impressed by the rip roar and rib chop, which okay. was made with impossible. Um, so that's a meat substitute, but it had a, it looked like a giant drum, a chicken drumstick and it had a bone in it that was made out of sugar cane. It was Ooh. amazing. And, Ooh. and it was so good that I ate the entire thing, even though I was trying to taste everything else. <laughs> I, I actually had to like, I shoved it to one other end of the table at some point and was like, you can't eat this. And then I went back to it because I had zero <laughs> willpower. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. That's right. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. I'm Dave, and that is Jen, and we are we're talking food tonight. And I know that you're yes, a little hungry. Sure um, and it's good that we talked to Melissa already, so you've had a chance to eat since then, because otherwise, this entire episode would make you very hungry. Exactly. Some of the stuff she talks about is like. She uses the official names of food and wine, which is incredible. So, know, right? you know, like all the actual dishes and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's the that's the like, chicken that thing over called? in Germany. Oh, okay. oh, that's the spongy <laughs> cake thing in France. Okay, that's cool. That's the cheese um, thing. And that's the cheese yeah. thing. Yes, the cheesy thing and whatever. But Jen, how did you Disney this week? Oh, gosh. Uh, I Disneyed this week. You, you know, this is not fair because we just had to record this intro recently. Right. And so did I you just use up your Disney. Disney. <laughs> I did use up. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um officially and slated to go to disneyland paris now so very excited that's, very nice very yes. very nice. when are you go, are you going in october or is that later october, on? october okay 10th. so that's the london trip you're going on up to paris is mm-hmm. that right nice yes. now is kyla 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 also going to paris or yes else? nice very yes. nice very cool there's a whole long backstory there's a whole I gotta long get backstory on to this i wait to figure out something to do with our kid i wonder if there's a kennel to put our kid for a couple of yeah. are we recording um so <laughs> So I I Disney this week basically by booking trips for for clients. I got Disney Fantasy mm-hmm. going on. I got I'm like I'm swarmed at Disney things right now because I am going on mm-hmm. a Princess Cruise next week yes, uh, to the Pacific Northwest as I've talked about before. And I've got to handle all my Disney stuff before then. Yeah. I have an incredible family going on the Fantasy leaving on Saturday. I was able to go on and order them, which I don't think they listen to the show, so they'll be surprised by having mm-hmm. a it's a boo basket full of like Rice Krispie Halloween themed treats and stuff to live oh, in the room, cute. which is great. I had two. Two families, including Melissa, that we're going to hear earlier, or yeah, later on, uh, that went. They stayed, both stayed at Pop Century, overlapping trips. They had a great time. I got tons of compliments from them, but about the trip, um, you know, and one client who cried when they met Peter Pan because Peter Pan was 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 their boy, is what they said. And so I'm very just excited about all of that. I, I love hearing, like anybody, so I love fun. hearing the customers, the clients having a good time. So I'm um, very happy about that. So um, we're not going to do much much more here. We're basically going to hop over here. We have a guest coming on. Her name is Melissa. And Melissa Reagan, she's the host of the Food for Thought cast, which is a great mm-hmm. cast from a chef's perspective. She is a chef. She runs a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're I talk to her on the side here and there, and she will tell me myself and others that, and some of the travails of the kitchen of the kitchen sure. world, which is kind of interesting. Um, you know, I don't. I need to ask her if she's ever had any Ant- Anton egos come into her. Oh yeah, uh, she had a trip last week and it was phenomenal. Watching the pictures and she's so happy to be there and so much fun. Um, and I will great. say, Melissa is fantastic. She always promotes the show. She mm-hmm. always comments on everything. Definitely, and she's one of those show. like. I'm so glad to have her in our corner um, and just happy to have her on the show. So let's go ahead and talk to Melissa Reagan uh, about her solo trip. Mm-hmm. And now welcome to the show, uh, our good friend, fan of the show uh, and, and, podcast host of her own right it's the food for thought cast host melissa reagan back from her solo trip down to disney world hi melissa hi how's it going welcome to the show and we have so many questions for you because uh anybody who's a fan of melissa her show or has followed melissa on social media has seen the dozens of pictures you posted i love the fact you posted like in front of every ride you're like i'm doing this ride that was amazing which i think is great (laughs) because a lot of people don't do that they're like 
people don't want to see me post, but no, and your time <laughs> hop is gonna you're gonna love your time hop at New Year's. Oh, time. yeah, it's gonna be great. You'll see, see all this stuff. <laughs> um, but you got to go down on a solo trip. So let me ask you first, Melissa. Uh solo trip how was it taking a trip by yourself because i don't I don't know if you were a little timid to begin with or about going by yourself but how was it uh, um i wasn't uh timid as much as i really didn't understand how fast i could move through the parks uh you mentioned yeah. it but like it just mm-hmm. like i would get to two in the afternoon and be like well i, I wrote everything what do i do now? <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh okay i have all this time like i don't i don't understand what to do it just it seemed like a really daunting task right to figure out where to be and, yeah. and be there on time and do you want to rope drop this and do you want to use a lightning lane for that but man by the second day it's like you said in your itinerary like you'll be a pro and you got it and then it was really just smooth sailing from there um i never felt I, i'll i'll put it like this like as a um a lady traveling alone i really felt very safe good. on the resort mm, property good. so good it was awesome yeah. For Jen, rope dropping is the term used when people show up before the park opens, um, and they get into the this. park. This is very interesting. I know because <laughs> you typically your idea of rope dropping is like, well, if I make it by noon, I guess that's rope drop. Um, and so, <laughs> which, but Jen and Brady, they don't have children either. And Jen, yeah. you're able, you you two are able to move pretty fast through the parks too when oh, yeah. you guys really want to. Exactly. When we want to, we can like mm-hmm. we can fly through things. It's just. We normally don't want to get up that early. Right. <laughs> I, I I did it for two days, and then the the subsequent two days, I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> we're not that, doing this. that. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get the excitement. I think there was like eight people in front of me at Animal Kingdom when I got there. It was really amazing, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I I strategized like I'm gonna be in the leftmost line so I can curve around that, you know, and go to over to a flights of passage, and I did it and everything right, but then you get halfway through the day and you're like, I think I could have got here at 10. (laughs) (laughs) And Jen's like, yes, we could have. But but then again, you know, but if you, but the earlier you get there, like the less hot it is. Right. Right. So then you you have the opportunity to to move around a little bit without being just gross. Because it gets so gross. (laughs) Well, and Jen, obviously, you know, it's tough to be a bug. Doesn't you really have a line near, nearly all day? So you're able to ride there pretty much anytime you want to. So she just shows up whenever she wants. So. You know what? You know what? Staying <laughs> a pop century, of course. Um, give us a quick resort review. How much did you love pop, or how much did you did you like pop? Okay, so this was my third um, Disney property to stay in, or my third time at Disney, mm-hmm. I should say. And I had only stayed at um, All Star Music and All Star Sports before that. And you know, I love those, David, but I think I'm. I think it's going to be pop or art animation or like, <laughs> or nothing because the you know, or upward, you know, yeah. <laughs> or the grand. So, <laughs> well, when they finish the construction, right? Like there's construction mm. right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the main building, they're finishing that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was just talking to my brother. I was like, we got to go back. I have a twin brother. And it's like, we got to go together. Um, I want to stay in the contemporary next time. Let's start saving now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, but pop was like, um, the buildings are super cute. The theming is awesome. I mm-hmm. found myself taking pictures of every single building and right. um, the pool and, you know, super clean, really nice room. Um, I really loved it. And you're right. The Skyliner is, is awesome. Uh, I just didn't mm-hmm. even, I, I don't know how long I thought it was going to take to get there, but it didn't, you know, like <laughs> it was like, Oh, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Melissa would message me along the way, different parts of the trip and everything. And one of the things she messaged me was like late at night going to this cost of the Skyliner. And Jen, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm saying this seriously. I don't know that you would know this because I don't know if you've ever taken the Skyliner to Pop Century. But when you're coming back late at night, I know. Do you even know Pop exists? When you when you're coming back late at night across that water. It is it's dark. dark. <laughs> it is super dark. Like, and I was the only it's one in the, in the Skyliner when I did it. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. Parks already been closed <laughs> and everybody already gone back to the room. And I was headed back to pop and going across that water. And I'm like, if we get stuck, I'm just <laughs> here. I don't know that anybody would even know I'm here. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just nobody will miss me. <laughs> so, you, you know, you see those videos on social media of like the people ride the um, Ferris wheel at Disneyland and mm-hmm. you have the option of the car that moves or it doesn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was my, this is my first time to ever ride the Skyliner. And that was my biggest fear. I was like, if this, if this rocks back and forth, I will be buying an Uber into the parks because I can't, I was like, I cannot deal with this. It's like, it, and it just, <laughs> it, but it didn't, but it didn't, it was smooth. Yeah, no. it, it wasn't scary. Like I thought it would be, but like, man, that first time you get on it, you're like, Ugh, what is going on? 
it's just it's no. so relaxing to me. It's so peaceful. And I just, I love it. I mean, I do this, I do Skyliners whenever I can. And if somebody wants a value resort, that's what I book them as pop century. Um, yeah. you know, little mermaid, maybe, but on art of animation, the mermaid rooms, if they want pop. They might want mermaid, but those are across the, across the entire resort. Those are pretty far. Pop is just like right there. It's so Oh, and and now I have it figured out. I didn't know that I would have a choice of room. Mm -hmm. I I was like, it's anything's fine because I, I didn't know. Right now I'm like, now I want this building that's next to these walkways (laughs) that goes right, you know, to the Skyliner Mm -hmm. first, but I couldn't say enough good things about it. Like I really enjoyed it. And I'm glad you talked me into it because it was a hundred (laughs) percent worth it. Good, good, good. Well, Jen was like, make her, make her stay Grand Floridian. I, Jen, I, I can't make her stay Grand Floridian. I'm trying, but it just, you know, I think Pop Century. <laughs> and Jen, I'm... you can write the check out too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you stay at Grand, you and Jen will just do an episode on your own because all you'll do will be, yes. all, all, the whole episode will be, did you see this? Oh, I love this. Oh, I love this too. This is so great. And that's all the, the entire episode will be just that. Basically. <laughs> So also let's talk about the attraction. We'll get to the food in a minute because that's really what I want to spend some time on. But talk about the attractions. Some of your favorite attractions. I know you've probably been on a lot of them, but some you've probably never been on. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, with the Skyliner, you you know, you're a little queasy here and there. You can't take the big rides all the time. So you have to prepare for them. Um, Rides that stood out, things that you were surprised that you loved, things you were like, yeah, you know what? I don't know that I'll do that one again. So um, at first, uh, Space Mountain wasn't running. And so I thought, I'll, I'll just skip this. Um, it was down for most of the day and I didn't end up running it because I kind of got a little taste of like, there were a couple rides that I think I remember, you know, the last time I was there was six years ago and before that was 20 years. And so, you know, experiencing it as an adult and experience it, you know, Tower of Terror, I probably won't do it if I go back. I can't, I can't do it. I love that one though. It's not, it's not as magical as I remember. And at the end of the day, after I had ridden everything else in Magic Kingdom, our mutual friend that was there, like he messaged me and he was like, Hey, Space Mountain is back up. And I was like, I don't, I don't think so. I'm too old. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, But I will say, you know, um, Galaxy's Edge wasn't completed the last time I was there. Mm-hmm. So oh, the, wasn't there. that rise of the resistance and the smugglers run, like those were super fun. Mm-hmm. Remy's of course, like that's a huge favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Tron and guardians were not there. So, I mean, those things were incredible. And I was, I had a little bit of like trepidation. I was like, Ugh. like and you're in that, when you return for your virtual queue for Tron and you're like in that pavilion and you're looking up at the track, you're like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And so the lady next to me said it was like her 10th time to ride it. And I was like, well, I don't have to close my eyes for this first part, but I didn't, I made myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and then, you know, I don't really do inversions that well, all that well either. Um, but dude, I kept my eyes open the entire time at rock and roller coaster and super enjoyed it. There's just something about like, I don't know, the rides feel really safe and it feels like they've taken everything Mm -hmm. into account. And I don't know. It's something also is like, I'm going to get my money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I paid think, all this money, like can't just not. And, and I think you're right. You, you touched on that. I think the rides are designed mm-hmm. to help minimize a lot of that. Because Rock and Roller Coaster, mm-hmm. yes, there's inversions, but it's indoors. The music is going, the lights are going, yeah, the yeah, black yeah. lights. So it's almost like you don't even know you're going upside down unless you're just like looking everywhere, all over, which I've done before because I've done it so many times. Now I'm like, what's new? What can I see that happens? Yeah, right. Um, so there is that. And Tron, it's such a... I don't want to say gentle ride, but it, it's such a smooth it's attraction. Smooth. Um, and it goes, starts off fast. It does slow down a little bit and then kind of picks up again. And it's, I think even for people who get a little queasy, I feel like Tron is something that could be easily But it's done. also short. Yeah. It's not like one it's it, because, yeah, it's one minute long. So it's like, you're not, you don't have quite time for it's, your brain to register. It's a really fun <laughs> minute though. And yeah. as yeah. I was on, as I was on the ride, I was like, you're in here so tight that I don't feel like anything. I don't feel as exposed as like in a sit down roller coaster and then i started right. to think i was like this is kind of like riding a four-wheeler really fast right. um and oh, so it's well i mean that a, same position yeah. it's kind yeah. of a great way to i don't know it's just a different way to experience something so you know now, and, and this was, was the first time i oh i'm sorry go ahead oh I was gonna, please finish this is the first time that you but this like, is the first time i'd ever ridden um small small world because when i was fun. a kid i was like i hate this song i don't like it it's gonna be lame like <laughs> i like, like you know just i was like 
<laughs> oh man, this is an awesome place to cool down when it's hot. This is a really yes. long ride. The ride is longer <laughs> than the queue. I like this. Oh yeah. <laughs> so cute. It was so cute. And it typically so. gets backed up. So even when the ride is over, you're stuck in that last room. It's like pirates. You're stuck in that it last is, yeah. room and or scene for probably three or four extra minutes because you're waiting for people to get off the boats. But and it's so. like so much fun. They have that yeah. room yeah, above great. it where people are dining. And so the kids were holding up mm-hmm. the signs that say like, make a silly face. And oh, <laughs> you're like Pinocchio. You're like making silly faces and the kids are like losing their minds. And I, you know, you can, if you can make somebody else's day great, then do that. You know, yeah. like, and it's yes. fun because the cast member that's in small world that looking down upon the boats, they're always mm-hmm. so happy and they're waving yeah. and they're like, how you doing? The cast member that does that at pirates, very seldom will you get a smile out of them. I don't know if they're in character <laughs> or they're just like, it's been dark and I've been in this dark room for eight hours. I'm ready was, to leave. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was so permanently happy for the entire trip. Mm-hmm. And I had this huge smile plastered on my face uh, Love it. and I'm in the service industry and I'm always just like, how are you doing? I hope you're having a great day. And when you get on Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. you just can't, you, you, yeah. you can't. You're like, I mean, and they did a great job of staying in character. I was like, I'm so sad. I just want to make you smile right now. I don't understand why you're so <laughs> right. <laughs> now talk about Guardians. That's the one that I think a lot of people yeah. are interested because people are still experiencing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of clients and guests ask me, how am I going to handle it? What And honestly, the, the hardest part for Guardians for me is that when it goes around that globe towards the end. Oh, of it, yeah. This interval um, force. I, I liken it to the Gravitron. If you've ever done the Gravitron at the county fair when you were a kid. That's exactly how it feels as centrifugal forces. Uh, how, how did you handle Guardians? Did you, was it a one-timer? You know, was it okay? No, I'll definitely do it again. Um, so there are some rides at the state fair or have been in the past in Texas mm-hmm. where the cars will um, move individually like mm. like they do on Guardians. And I'm a super fan of that as long as they're not spinning around too fast, right? right. Like I, mm-hmm. I just kind of have a problem with like spinning. You'll never see me go on the teacups and it's fine. But, you know, <laughs> I, just, I just know what I can do and I know what I can't. But um, for Guardians, man, I had a blast the entire time. I think it's the combination of light and dark and the theming mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. kind of breaks up the experience to where you don't feel, you, you know, you can go, you go like, even if you weren't okay with something, right? It lasts for like yeah. two or three seconds, right. you know? Um, but the, I think the way they, they move the people through is so smart. Like you have those three or four staging areas where mm-hmm. it never really feels like you, you waited in line, which is part of the the fun. Yeah. Right. Right. What was your song? Um, I got conga. Okay. I almost wanted to yell it out a la David Dollar. And I was like, I can't, cause I'll look like an idiot if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never, yeah, I'll never do that again because it will never work again. But, uh, you know, um, and for the, for, for the audience, the story she's talked about is my first time, maybe second time on, on guardians. Yeah. I was like, let's go conga. And immediately conga started. And again, it was I, hilarious. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. It's so um, awesome for the tips, out for the little tips out there, guys, if you guys are trying to ride guardians, yeah. uh, if you want to get, if you want to pick your line, obviously everybody wants the first row, which is great. Row nine is wonderful. Yep. And if you want like, I want the the most easy part of this ride, row five and I think five and six. Yeah, five and four six. Or five. Yeah, five and six. Right? Yeah, five that and car six. Yeah. Kind of in the mm-hmm. middle. That's the easiest part of Guardians. So just kind of put that in your back pocket as you as you ride yeah. around. So let's talk about the food. Now, Melissa, you yes. are a chef. And so yes. um, I, I kind of liken it to, as a, as a movie fan, I will approach movies a little differently than some other people because I've seen so many and I, I watch for tropes and I watch for things. And I obviously will, I will judge a Rob Schneider movie differently than I will judge a, uh, you know, a Martin Scorsese film in the mm. same way that you probably would judge sure. a quick bite at Taco Bell versus something at Haleo. So, you know, how, how do you approach like signature dining, big dining? I mean, is it a, you know what? I don't care. I'm gonna put all that aside. My professionalism aside, I'm just going to enjoy it. I mean, do you look for things? Mm-hmm. Do you pick up on things like immediately, like automatically default to I'm looking for these things to happen or whatever. How do you look at meals like that? Yeah. So I wasn't um, really sure. I I kind of knew going in what I wanted. So I used to work at a Spanish restaurant and I had this big affinity for Spanish food and, and tapas. Um, And I, I kind of knew what to expect, but then also didn't. And when I'm traveling, I I have this little, there's a couple of little, um, you know, hard and fast rules that I live by. If I can, if it's something I could make at home, um, then I'm not getting it on vacation. Mm-hmm. It's nice. kind of like those funny, you know, those reels you'll see going around social media and people be like, we have that at home or, you know, whatever it is. Right. But <laughs> <Yeah>. it's like, <laughs> I, 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 you know, hot take, like I, I have fireworks here. 
I know, but but also if, if you're if you're moving through the parks alone, the fireworks time is a really good time to go do other things because everybody's like, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, sucked into that or they're looking for good seating or whatever. And it's a really good opportunity to, to go do other things. But as far as food is concerned, I have a bunch of friends who've been to Disney and there are people commenting all over the place. And I'm like, you have to try this. And I'm like, nah, that's okay. Like, <laughs> no, and it kind of made me feel like a jerk at some point. But yeah, if I can make it at home really easily, I'm not going on vacation to get it. And if it's something I've already had before, I'm less likely to order it on vacation, mm-hmm. even if it's mm-hmm. something like in a different format, right? So right. for example, be our guest, like uh, they had French onion soup. I was like, yeah, I've had, I've had French onion soup about 15,000 times. Like, unless you're telling me that it comes in a Mickey shaped cauldron and I get to take it home with me, <laughs> uh, you know, like what I'm always looking for the things that are unique and special. Mm-hmm. And I always like to experience first, you right. know, uh, if yeah. I'm traveling. So that's kind of how I approach it. And, and um, it's like you with movies, right? Like I mm-hmm. will be looking for those telltale terms on menus where I go like, oh, they said this, but what it probably is, is this. And I don't think it takes any of the huh. fun out of it. Um, you know, it, it, I'll give you an example. At Be Our Guest, I kind of thought everybody probably goes for the steak. I want to find that sleeper item on this mm-hmm. menu. Okay. Like, I'm not going to order steak. I've eaten my weight and filet mignon in my life, right? Like, <laughs> I, I I know that I like steak. Okay. Um, I want to find that item that's that, you know, it's going to sneak up on people and be like the hidden treasure um on this menu and for haleo they brought back the magical dining uh through october 1st and it's 40 dollars mm. for the prefix menu and i thought well that's cool but i want to see what this haleo experience is all about i had no idea it's gonna be 12 courses i could have in retrospect <laughs> i could have just asked oh my gosh you know yeah i could have <laughs> just asked so it was about course four where i had i had was like in the clean plate club for like the first four plates and then it just right. kept coming and never in my life have I ever stared at a server and just been like not me not me not me not me <laughs> I, like, I'm like where am I gonna put this I don't know like I was just miserably full at the end uh, but you know what I do it all over again <laughs> I do it all over again you know well and you mentioned first um so are what were there any firsts in terms of food this time around that you're like I've never had this or I've ever tried this or I've never seen this done before yeah, so uh, at Haleo, they have a supplement that you can add to it, any of the dining experiences, I assume, mm-hmm. but it's Iberico ham. It's a 36-month-old um, oh. um, aged shoulder ham. So you think prosciutto is like now the I'm famous hungry. ham from Italy, right? Mm-hmm. Then yeah. there's jamón serrano from Spain, which is kind of the counterpart to that. Iberico is just a little bit different. Um, it's aged a little bit longer. It's really buttery, melt in your mouth. Well, I had Ooh. no idea that when I added it on as a supplement to my tasting experience that they were going to come carve it at the table. Um, oh my off, gosh. Off so that's bone. that big ham they roll around yeah. with. Is that, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yes, this is amazing. I am. Please <laughs> sign me up for more of this. It was, it was incredible. And I had never had it. I'd never tasted that's it. Cool. So it was really cool. It was really awesome. Um, and you know, I think 11 out of 12 of the courses were winners. The muscles came I just wasn't a fan. I already know I like muscles. So like really no loss there. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing 12 courses of something, you know, a don't feel obligated to eat every single bite because these were huge portions. And mm-hmm. one thing I wanted to ask is sometimes when you order a tasting experience from other restaurants, they won't let you do it unless everybody at the table does it because right. it breaks up the cadence for the kitchen. Like it can really throw off the experience. Well, then likewise, I was wondering if they would let two people do it. You know, because I was I like, Kyle and Frank did it together. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's awesome. Because yeah. yeah. I jumped in the middle of that. I, I showed up and I was like, hey guys, how you doing? Nice. And Frank yeah. offered me food. And that's why I ate. He was like, would you like some? I was like, absolutely. I'd like <laughs> nice. some. So I kept yeah. nibbling off Kyla's plate. And so, right. Me. <laughs> but, so yeah, um, the Iberico ham was an experience. I totally recommend that at Haleo. And then, um, yeah, uh, there were a couple of curried items at Tusker house that I'd never tried mm. before. Never tried that specific style of curry really impressed with that. And I told, I, I think I messaged David that the pork chop uh, um, at beer guest was probably the best pork chop I've ever had. That's really? Yeah. Which and is, I would never have ordered that. It's saying a lot because I used to work for Perry's steakhouse and they have a really good pork chop, but right. it's altogether different. It's a smoked item. This was, this was insane. And it, it was like, 
a good two inches thick too and on the bone huh. it, was, it felt like an incredible value and it was delicious so huh. yeah all right yeah how did, how did you enjoy skipper's canteen i know you messaged me about that when you were going oh so talk I, a little bit about I loved that. it yeah so um i was really intrigued by the menu it was kind of like a fusion of mm. cuisine and i had gotten a last minute they had one reservation left the day that i was gonna be there it was like 8 35 at night um and i think you know going into it i thought I'll order A, B, and C or order like three or four things so I can taste. So that's another thing I like to do on vacations too, is order um, a ridiculous amount of food just to taste everything. Um, Mm. But by that time of the day, it had been raining and I was just like, I was exhausted. (laughs) Right. So I think that affected how I ordered. I ordered the curry stew because I I needed something comforting because I was Mm. like soaked. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, but I really enjoyed it. Um, The server was fantastic. Um, And I thought that the uh, the hummus and falafel plate was really, really delicious. And I love the way that it was presented. But yeah, I would go back there in a heartbeat. I want to try everything mm. on the menu now. So Skipper's Canteen. Yeah. And on, honestly, when they first opened, the menu was a little more exotic than it is now. Mm-hmm. But of course, guests are are boring sometimes. And there was a lot of pushback. <laughs> and, and so that's when they kind of were incorporated more like, okay, let's put some chicken on here. Let's do some chicken fingers for people who were boring. And yeah, um, yeah. but it is, I think like it's a hidden gem. And every time I go and some of the food on there, like I'm not a big curry fan. I'm not a big spice food fan, but there are a lot of dishes on there that I do really enjoy. Jen, have you been to Skipper's Canteen? We may have been together. We, I have no idea. Uh, I we, we have been there, but it was like very soon after it opened. And I really liked my dish. Um, mm-hmm. Tastes like chicken because it is. Mm-hmm, something right. like that <laughs> and then which is the brady, name of the dish by the way not she yeah that is the name that. no yeah. That, yeah literally was the name of the dish um brady got some sort of like a mac and cheese with like you know i don't know gourmet mac and cheese mm-hmm. and i tasted it and the meat topping was just not to our liking so right. i really liked my dish he was like eh, on his dish and we just haven't been back i think because he didn't love his dish i'm like but they've changed right. the yeah. menu. we should go back like they and made the menu curry. boring for he people like you Brady. <laughs> no. <laughs> no i i will say like i, I and i'm a mac and cheese mm-hmm. person it yes. was not the best mac and cheese yeah. on property okay like mm-hmm. i've had good mac and cheese on property that particular dish was just like okay right no. skippers is one of those it's I love Skipper's because it's the location of one of our most magical moments. We, of course, our child does has a very strict diet. We kind of oh, do his, yeah. you know, we do non-dairy, we do non, non-sugar if we can get away with whatever. And the desserts on there on the menu were just mm-hmm. none of them he really could eat. Talk to the server. And yeah. Stephanie, my wife, had already contacted, which for people looking for allergies mm-hmm. going on a trip, it's a great idea to contact the restaurants and your travel in advance, agent. Yeah. Because can always give you the, the mm-hmm. information to contact the restaurants in advance. We had the chef come out or whatever. And so they were like, well, let's figure out what we can do for desserts. And mm-hmm. one of the servers had gone from Skipper's and Canteen using the utilidors to Liberty Street Tavern to get a flourless, sugarless brownie cupcake for him, brought it back from another restaurant to him mm-hmm. to eat. And he devoured it, of course, and just such a magical moment that like they ne- we didn't ask for it. We didn't have to do that or anything. And they're mm-hmm. like, we want to make sure that he can, he can eat something, um, you know, besides just a little bag of cookies or whatever. And it was, it was great. It was wonderful. So had a good time with that, but yeah, they're, they're so mm-hmm. nice and so thoughtful. And um, I loved hearing every server around every single place I went, right? Like the first thing they ask is, do you have any allergies? And I think it's so yeah. responsible of Disney, you know, yeah. as a brand. Um, I love that. I love that kind of, personalized service and they do it so well yeah they do it so now, did well you there. say it's skippers because they realized you were a solo adult they were able to make some jokes that maybe weren't yeah. quite as family friendly <laughs> yeah yeah and so you know it was really funny i i i'm all about some puns uh in my life and i'm, I'm not familiar the first the first thing i first thing okay. i did when i sit down is like oh if you're a skipper where's barbie that um. got the guy laughing and so you know and it, he had a really he had a really long day and Sometimes mm-hmm. you, you know, you just have to know your audience, right? Like there yeah. were moments where um, I just wanted to talk to a cast member and they were kind of on stage and they were playing their role and everything. But mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes, you know, it's nice for them to have uh, an adult to talk to right. and they can just kind of like let loose and, and do real talk. Right. Um, and this, this guy and I had a blast, like between the curry <laughs> and the falafel, I think there was like six rapid fire puns. Uh, fired off, <laughs> and then it was you know skipper i don't even know her you know it's just, right. <laughs> it just went like uh, you know he set the entree down and mm-hmm. 
I was like, I can see you're trying to curry my favor with this. And oh my God. He was like, you know, I'm trying to rise up to the occasion. And then it, it was just, it was really magical. And I made sure to give him a cast compliment, like in the it. app, you know? I <laughs> so love that. That's amazing. It was really great. It. And a yeah. good cast member, I think, can size up the guests too, because they probably yeah. would know right off the bat, okay, well, I can't really make jokes with this when she's tired, she's quiet, whatever, versus, okay, yeah. we're going to have some fun yeah, here. Like, this like, is awesome. good. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. and so- Good, good, good. Yeah. So, all right. Now, obviously, let's talk about food and wine, because I think that yes. was one of the big, because that was one of the reasons you wanted to go this fall, because you wanted to go to the food and wine festival. And, Absolutely. And I've done food and wine by myself, at least for an afternoon, being able to zip around to the different booths and kind of mm-hmm. eat at your own pace mm-hmm. quickly, slowly visiting with the one you want without having to consult with anybody. You want to stop? Right. Anything I mean, you want to stop? Okay. Well, I want this one. Okay. You're going to go over to get that. Okay. Well, we'll meet up. It's just like, you know what? I'm going to stop here. Nah, I'm skipping this one. Yeah. Um, and now, did you try everything from every booth? I know that wasn't an early goal for you, which was a very lofty goal to do. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I, I did not. So I know there's two schools of thought out there. Uh, people have these very strong opinions about where you should start mm-hmm. on the world. Oh, showcase. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I will say I should have started in Mexico. That's where mm. I should have started because that mm. af- the afternoon sun gets so hot on that side. If you're going left um, yeah. and you're going toward Mexico and Germany and, and all mm-hmm. that stuff, there's no shade to be had there. Right. So by the time yep. I had started in France and made my way around, I was like, I it's too hot to eat. I don't want any. And it was a really, <laughs> really hot day with no clouds. Like right. no oh, clouds. Man. So Whew. I was like, yeah, I, I should have started in Mexico. Now the cast members <laughs> were lovely. There was a, a gentleman named Ben who worked in the lobby at Pop. And I went down there to ask him a question. I can't even remember what the question was now, but we had this great like 20 minute conversation at the concierge um, desk. And he was like, you got to try this, the Viking coffee in this pavilion. <laughs> and you've got to try, you know, if you're doing food and wine, like these were the things that were my favorite. And he was so helpful and it was so kind, you know, but um, <clears throat> I don't know if I would have been able to eat it, You know, it's like the Haleo. Yeah. Like you, you're mm-hmm. hungry at first. So you eat the entire thing. And then as the day goes on, it's like two bites. Of oh, each, shoot. Yeah. One bite of each. <laughs> thing. And then, and then you kind of have to play like some math, right? You're like, well, uh, yes, I came down here to try everything, but like, is it really responsible of me to, to buy a $9 thing and then eat a bite of it? You know, right. right. Sometimes, yes, like, hey, that was the whole purpose. And then sometimes you're like, no, that doesn't make sense, you know? So some of your favorites. Um, yes. Like when you, when you went around, people listening to this, maybe headed to Food and Wine, mm-hmm. and they kind of wondering what to yes. get. I mean, just because you have a broad palette from a lot of things you've tried, obviously, running a restaurant. What are some of your favorites and maybe some don't miss kind of dishes? Okay. Well, so I know you and I will agree here. Um, the cheddar bacon soup with the pretzel bread. Oh my gosh. Yes. From Canada. Right. Like that's, Mm -hmm. I'd had it before I'd had it at La Cellier. I already knew that I liked it and I was going to eat it anyway. It wasn't about experiencing Mm -hmm. anything new, but it was like, yes. Uh, even Mm -hmm. though it feels like it's a thousand degrees outside. Yes. I'm going to eat this right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, that was, (laughs) that was where I started. Don't miss the beef bourguignon from France. It's right outside. It's like a, the, the little, um, kiosk there is like kind of catty corner from chefs de France. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, yep. really delicious. I've had creme brulee. I know I like creme brulee. So this is, I wanted to see their spin on um, bourguignon. They have, they call them potato puffs, but actually what they are is palms dauphinois, which is like, um, it's like a really airy, puffy um, potato fritter. They were done, Ooh. they were done so well and the beef was super tender. So don't miss that. Um, the uh, pastel impossible in Mexico was guava nice. flan and tres leches like Ooh, that thing was what? it was it was ridiculous it was so good and it comes out super frosty cold so when it's hot right nice as, as it, really as it is yeah yeah as it is in florida like it was really refreshing um don't miss the i didn't even i realized when i got home i didn't even post i had the raclette which is like the hot swiss cheese that they, they'll yes. take like a hot spatula and melt it right off the wheel mm-hmm. um, Ooh. that was i've seen that Oh, wow. Yeah. And over over delicious... near Germany. It was, uh, uh-huh. dude, it was, it was ridiculous. Oh. It was so good. <laughs> it was so, so good. Don't miss those items. And then eat, this is going to be a hot take, but like the, the pickle shake is really good. It's really good. You know, I've heard that. I have heard that it's <clears throat> not overwhelmingly pickle. Like it's got a pickle. Mm-mm. You know, it's a pickle, but it's not like, oh my gosh, all I'm drinking, all I'm drinking is liquidified pickle. It's like, oh, there's a hint uh, of pickle in here. 
So, so I do want to try that. So there's some fresh dill on top of the whipped cream and the candy sprinkles are really fun because mm-hmm. they're made to look like mustard seeds mm-hmm. um, on top. And I'm like, okay, the theming on this is already, and you get to keep the cup. It's super cute, but um, it's not it's so much dill pickly as it, it just kind of tangy on the I back don't know. end. I don't know. I don't know. But it's, <laughs> but it's vanilla forward. I think you would really like it. It's just a super fun concept. And I think, yeah, they weren't going for like, let's make this taste like a dill pickle. And that's um, over at the brew lab, which is like that. Yeah. That's an like, I don't say this much during food and wine, but that's an area that I want to visit. Not just the food, but I want to see that little, yeah. little area. It just looks cool. Oh, there's like Muppets theming and they, mm-hmm. they come like Beaker Aww. and Bunsen Honeydew will come over the um, intercoms every once in a while. And there's like TV screens, super cute. I'm a huge Muppets fan. So yeah, really well done there. And I wanted to try every single wing, but I made the mistake of ending my day there. And I was just very, very oh, full. Oh yeah. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the question. And you can be honest. Is there anything that you tried that you're like, you know, I don't know that I would get that again. It just, or maybe it's something, maybe disappointed. It looked good on the menu, but you know, and obviously personal opinion, somebody out there might love these dishes, but anything that just mm-hmm. kind of just wasn't what you wanted. Yeah. So um, Kenya uh, this year has like coffee rubbed uh, barbecue beef and it comes yeah. on top, top of a Millie pop, which is like, it's a porridge there. So you can think mm. kind of a mix between like a polenta and grits, like really mm. leaning in, in, into like a sweet potato corn. So it sounds deal. good. Yeah, okay. it sounds great on paper. It was really poorly executed. It's just the beef was, <laughs> I mean, to the point where I was, you know, I was using a trash can as a table mm-hmm. like you do um, right. in Epcot and, um, yep. you know, right. And so um, <laughs> I was talking to a couple and they we got to talking and they asked me why I was there and everything else. And they're like, what is this one? And so I recited it off the menu. I took one bite and threw it in the mm-hmm. trash. It was Ooh. just terrible. Oh, <laughs> and there are those dishes that, that are yeah. great yeah. on paper. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And those like, don't make I it think, back the next I think year. somebody yeah. thought this was a really good idea, but it just didn't land well. And it wasn't mm-hmm. me being picky as a chef. It was just like me being the meat didn't have any flavor. I couldn't taste the coffee. It was tough. Like it, it wasn't done well. Um, mm-hmm. So I hope they, I hope they recover next year with yeah. something else <laughs> at that stand. So nice. I think that was really the only thing that I, I didn't care for. Um, there were some dishes that were mind blowingly good. Like the crispy curry cheese, mm-hmm. um, in India was really good. And oh. I'm, I'm sure that the stuff from the Japan pavilion was great too, but I just couldn't, I couldn't make my way to ramen. I was like, it's so hot. I cannot, <laughs> cannot I was like, I, mean, I cannot fair. stand here and eat ramen. Like <laughs> you know, I can't do it. So, I was like, Ugh. It's too That's awesome. Any yeah. any final thoughts on because I have one more one more uh, food thing yeah. to ask you about. But any final thoughts on food and wine? Anything that, that we didn't cover that you want to kind of throw in there by the whole experience? Well, it's a great um, experience, and if you've never been, I do recommend completing the Emile's um, Fromage Montage. You get a mm-hmm. free little yep. stemless wine glass and your um, prize at the end of getting. It's really fun to get the stamps. Like it's something interactive to do, and it's a goal mm-hmm. to work toward, not just like making yourself super full. Um, but you know, I would, I would at least, I would recommend if, if it's your first time there, walk around the entire world showcase first, like first you can get your mm-hmm. steps in, right. You can figure out exactly where you want to visit and kind of have a game plan because it looks, it looks different. You know, you'll have the passport, right. You can pick those up anywhere, but you're going to form mm-hmm. an, an idea in your head of what you think something might be. And you're not going to know until you walk past a booth and yeah. see it. You know, and you won't know like how big it is or, or what it looks mm-hmm. like, or, you know, if it's appealing, cause you eat with your eyes and the words right. can only go so far. So if I had yeah. it to do over again, I would definitely um, do that. But yeah, like, and also complete that challenge because first of all, you have to order five cheese based things, which was awesome. And then, um, uh, yes, and the cup please. is, the cup is really cute. And the prize is like a strawberry soft serve with a chunk of cheesecake on top. Like who doesn't want that? I, mean, I feel like this is like a win it was so, every single It was way. so good. It was so good. <laughs> the last thing I want to ask you about is, uh, Woody's Roundup. Uh, yeah. rodeo around a barbecue over in Hollywood studios. Now, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe you sent me a message that said, basically you asked the server to try everything and they brought everything oh, out to you. Great. It's, it's a prefix yeah. menu. It's one price. Yeah. And although they will tell you on the menu, you've got to pick one of these, two of these, mm-hmm. whatever it's really, and maybe they'll change this later because it's such a new restaurant, but it really is like, they'll bring you everything if you ask for it and they just, will, you got to ask for it. So give us a review on that restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how much did you love it? Did you like it or not? I mean, the food. 
Um, I loved it. So I had a reservation there on um, Tuesday, this mm-hmm. past Tuesday night. Um, I had a late reservation. I had a really early day at the parks and I had a Ronto wrap and um, took a nap. You know, like the, yeah. you guys will always, you guys will always recommend like take a little right. break yes. from the park. Do it. <laughs> you, take you, got a, to. you have to take a little break, um, you know, for some AC and to hydrate yeah. and everything else. So all all that to say, I was very hungry by the time I got there, mm-hmm. um, which is good. I think you should show up to every meal hungry. Uh, or you should right? figure out, you should figure out how to be hungry <laughs> right? if you're not. Yeah. Right? But <laughs> Um, so super kind, like the server said, Hey, that's no problem. I explained what I did for a living. And I said, look, I understand if you can't, but, um, could you bring me like a piece of every meat just so I could try it? So I even ended up with the cedar plank salmon that's down at the bottom. So for people who don't eat, don't eat pork or maybe you don't eat red meat for whatever reason. Um, I thought the ribs and brisket were fantastic. Um, the chicken a little bit strange. I'm a parts gal. So I like to okay. have like a drumstick or like a thigh. Mm-hmm. This was, right. um, they cut through the middle of this chicken in some odd way that was just like through the breastbone and there was still a wishbone. And I was just like, I don't want to navigate this, but the chicken tasted, <laughs> it tasted great, but it was just like odd, you know, as a chef, uh-huh. I was just like, this is odd. This is an odd presentation. Um, the sausage was a bratwurst style. Mm. I'm not huge on bratwurst. Like in Texas, if you're having barbecue, it's usually like jalapeno cheddar or like a smoked sausage. It's just a different flavor profile, right? Like, yes. and everybody's going to have what they like. I was really impressed by the plant-based offerings. Um, really? I, yeah, I'm I'm not a vegan, but I'm super intrigued by what chefs can do and how realistic they can make things. And every all the plant-based stuff will get a bad rap, right? Because people will go like, mm-hmm. why do vegans want everything to taste like meat? Well, it's not necessarily about that. Like we, you, you could eat a block of tofu, but it's not going to taste good, you know, but these things are really inventive and mm-hmm. delicious. And so they had the combat Carlo flower and the theming in this restaurant was insane. Like the, oh, booth, yeah. the booth the backs were yeah. like, puzzle pieces and you know crayons and it was mm-hmm. really amazing but the cauliflower was great um the plant-based bratwurst was really good but i was really impressed by the rip roaring rib chop which okay. was made with impossible um so that's a meat substitute but it had a it looked like a giant drum a chicken drumstick and it had a bone in it that was made out of sugarcane it was Ooh. amazing. And Ooh. and it was so good that I ate the entire thing, even though I was trying to taste everything else. <laughs> I, I actually had to like, I shoved it to one other end of the table at some point was like, you can't eat this. And then I went back to it because I have zero <laughs> willpower. Um, the, so, the, you know, the potato salad is mayo based. Like if you're going there and you're from the South and you're used to the mm-hmm. mustard kind, just know that it's like mayonnaise based. It's a little bit different. It was really good. The the married spuds, I asked my server, I was like, are mm-hmm. these like the tachos, like in the rest of oh, yeah. Toy Story right. Land or, you know, at Woody's Lunchbox? And she was like, no, they have green goddess and cheese sauce, which I thought sounded a little bit mm. odd. That was another thing that I had to push to the other end of the table so right. that I would mm-hmm. stop eating it. So they're that I so could good. They're so interesting. Good. I never would have put those two things <clears throat> together. I so good. love a good tater tot. And so good. Yeah, the sauces tots. are great. I do. The, I do. The, the campfire vegetables were seasoned really well, mm-hmm. cooked perfectly. Um, the biscuits, good Lord. Like I, I was afraid I wasn't yes. going to make it to the rest of my meal. The biscuits with the pepper jelly are just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like they're so good. They're flaky and soft, huge biscuit. The pepper jelly was amazing. The beans are baked beans. If you've had a baked bean, you've had a baked bean. Like not good, mm-hmm. not bad. They're just, just beans. Just the beans. grilled, yep. the grilled street corn, stupid good. <laughs> like so good. <laughs> yes. Um, yep. My yep. my only criticism of this entire meal is I love fried pickles, and when you get the spears, they always come out of the breading. Like if these had yeah. been, pick- uh, yeah. yeah. If these had been pickled chips, I would have probably you know destroyed all those an two. Yep. entire bowl of those yeah. two and just rolled out of there. But um, the salads, you know. I, hey, Disney, you're, you're leaning really hard into the word salad when it's a, like a whole bowl of watermelon and like one piece of mint does not a salad make. But I get what they were going for. But I was like, this is not this is what? So watermelon is great. That's another thing. Like if I had to eat an entire bowl of watermelon, it wouldn't have room for anything. Else. Right. But, but it was really fresh and really good. Tomato, cucumber, onion salad, like can't say anything bad about it. The the romaine kale salad was a little bit odd to me. The apples felt like a little bit of an afterthought. I think if they mm. just chopped them up smaller and mixed them in there, they're just kind of like thrown on top. But hey, you know what? It didn't slow me down either. 
Um, I ate plenty of that too. <laughs> so it's great. And I, it, you know, I was really like pleasantly surprised also that it comes with a drink. Not every uh, prefix menu or all you care to enjoy mm. right. concept at Disney comes with a beverage. And so I thought that was really neat too. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. These desserts so were. The desserts were good there too. And honestly, they, um, I saw like Forky, the Forky cupcake was the one they kept showing as the, cause they had a little Forky yeah, design, or whatever. Yeah. That was probably my least favorite dessert. I mean, it's, it's a cupcake. It's okay. Um, but the rest of them, they serve with these like little jars, almost like mm-hmm. tiny Mason jars. And they serve mm-hmm. with the, there's all kinds of apple stuff and there's, you know, yeah. chocolate, whatever. And they brought out all of those out and we tried all of those and they were delicious. And I had some of everything and probably had all of a couple of them. Um, yep. It's a great restaurant for families. It is a mm-hmm. it, like a family of four or five, even six people, uh, you know, because there is something there for kind of kind of for everybody. Uh, yeah, which is great. it really is. I I'm not like a huge if you're going cake versus pie, I'm probably always going to choose pie. Mm-hmm. But I I dearly love Forky as a character. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm trash. I just he's so cute. Um, And so. I did try every dessert too. I I thought the lemon blueberry was a standout. Mm-hmm. Apple pie, I'm like, eh, I've had apple pie in my life. It was well done, but it's just nothing that gets me excited. But the cupcake part was actually really good because it was moist, and the ah. sugar the sugar cookie was delicious. But that's always my disappointment when it comes to cupcakes and cakes. But if you think that you're going to pick that cupcake up and eat it out of the wrapper, you're sadly mistaken. You have got to eat it with a fork. It's right. crumbly. Mm. It's crumbly and it's really moist. Um, But even the plant-based offering was really fantastic. Um, The peach raspberry was really good. Or the peach strawberry, excuse me. Yeah. Mm. Then I love that you tried everything. I think that's, that's yeah, I love that. Because again, I I don't know that they'll do that, you know, (laughs) long-term, but it's great that you can do that at that restaurant. Yeah. Because some, yeah. And, you know, one of the, one of the cooks came out and, you know, wanted to meet me and I wanted to meet Mm -hmm. them. That was a really, really special moment. Um, and it was one of those times too, where, you know, I got called a toy coming in. That's kind of like part of the theming. Right. right? But then, mm-hmm. but then that cast member was able to break character and we were able to talk about like being in the service industry. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was probably like, it was, I think it was just as special for them as it was for me. Um, and it was yes, really, it was a really cool, yeah, it was it. a yeah. really, really cool experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was, and you should have seen, I was seated at a little bitty table for two, right? As, as I was one sure. person dining, right? every family in there was staring like, how much more food are they going to take? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so how many more things are going to go on that table? It's like a stacking bowls by the end of the <laughs> meal. And it was, it was an incredible experience. That's the sign of a good meal. Yeah. Whenever you, <laughs> whenever you have it. It's really, really good. <laughs> All right. I have to know, I have to know it was so far. And I know you probably haven't eaten every restaurant on property. Do not. you have a favorite so far of like, this is my favorite so far. So we didn't even get to discuss Tiffin's, but I think <gasps> that oh, that yes, was the standout. Um, I got the shrimp and grits and the stuffed oh, yeah. dates are the stuffed dates were just ridiculous. <laughs> like Tiffin's I was so like, good. I was like scrape as my grandmother was said, I was trying to scrape the flowers off the plate. Like I had the design, <laughs> you know, like um, the table next now, I'm one of those people that uh, Dave is one of those folks that will read the IMDb for a movie, right? right. Yeah. Find out all the things. Yeah. I'm one of those people that looks at menus. I was looking at the menus months in advance. I had a plan of what I was going to order. I sat yeah. down. It, it all mm-hmm. went out the window. The excitement of the day, mm-hmm. everything. I was just like, oh, I can't believe I'm here. This is amazing. <laughs> and I was I was planning on ordering the, they have like a whole fried sustainable fish. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've seen that presented you know? before. Yeah. So it was, it was, um, sea bass, not sea bass. Oh gosh. It was striped bass that day. So mm. a, a smaller version, right. Of yeah. sea bass. Um, I just decided I wasn't in the mood to tackle it. I didn't want to eat anything that was looking at me. Usually it doesn't that weird me out, but I was just like, ah, it's been a long morning. Like I just, <laughs> I just want, I don't want to, you know, do that. But, mm-hmm. but the server was fantastic. He helped some ladies at the table next to me, like take it all off the spine. And it was in this beautiful, like coconut curry sauce. And mm. I like curry a lot in case y'all haven't figured it out. Yeah. I know it's not, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but, um, it smelled and looked amazing, but yeah, the shrimp and grits. Oh my gosh. I love a good shrimp so and grits. Good. It was so good. I mean, as long as it's not too spicy, I love a good shrimp and grits. Um, I mean, honestly, so, yeah. so good. 
It was so yeah. good. I wished I, I finished my meal with a double espresso. I had lots of things oh, I wanted to yes. do. Right. Even though Animal Kingdom might seem like a shorter day, I just had a lot of things that I wanted to do and I needed a little boost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that I was going to get up, end up getting um, a dessert at some point later in the day, oh, yeah. like, a, right. like a snack type dessert. And I was like, okay, I don't want to, but that's a place I want to go back to and try everything on the menu. I so have this, not been to Tiffin's yet. I've oh, been to the nearby mm, Nomad oh, Lounge. It's so good. Um, finally the serv- got there. The service too. Um, like, you know, it was incredible this are i would say tiffin's is one of those that like again not everybody maybe is into all of the cuisine there i have never had a bad meal at tiffin's and like every single thing i have ever eaten there has been fantastic including the bread service because i mean who doesn't want bread (laughs) (laughs) so last thing as you start wrapping up melissa um as a solo traveler do you have any tips for anybody who's thinking about taking a trip on their own by themselves maybe they've been a couple of times Mm -hmm. or haven't been in a while um what are some tips from your perspective of things you learned as a solo traveler well first um don't worry about having enough time to get through the parks like you will have plenty of time i i nearly rode everything by three o'clock every single day um disney is very very kind to single folk they you will get like the front of every ride now i'm not saying that's a guarantee but they're they they work very hard to make you feel like you're not othered right Right. for Mm -hmm. being alone they're very much like where would you like to be and they will find a way to seat everybody in the attractions you know that's fair right like Mm -hmm. the family of three and if you need four people for this ride like you might get bumped to the to the front of the line that's what happened to me a lot i'm not saying that's going to be everybody's experience but don't feel um like timid or nervous about going on things by yourself and the single rider line i rode test track four times in a row like i just ran i ran from the exit to get back on it i didn't even build a car times two i was like no forget it we don't have time for this like i just want to get back on it i'm gonna feel the wind in my hair you know um yeah so don't don't be timid or nervous i felt incredibly safe um, I think it's a good idea to, you know, let somebody know where you are, have the location turned on between like you and a loved mm-hmm. one or you and a friend, at least that way, if anything happens, right. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely make sure you are hydrating. It's one thing to mm-hmm. be in a group of people, right. And not feel well and kind of have that support system. But if you're by yourself, sometimes you're going to have to rely on the kindness of strangers. And sometimes, you know, you're just going to have to advocate for you. So yeah you know, do all the same things that you would do in a group, right? Like mm-hmm. carry, carry your hydration, wear mm-hmm. your sunscreen. It's easy when you're by yourself to think like, I got this and maybe right. all the same rules don't apply, but, but they do like you yeah. have to self-care super duper important. Um, one, and if, if you're traveling alone, because you have the, you know, the benefit of moving quickly and not having to consult anybody else, right? Like you have, don't, don't overdo it. Don't overdo mm-hmm. it in a, in a day. That's like it, it'll all be there. And because you can move faster, like you might get to see everything in a day. I know, pe- you know, Animal Kingdom is like a one day park, right? But, yeah. right. you know, but Magic Kingdom might not be, but figure out what's important to you. Mm-hmm. And then you can make it like a one day park. Like for me, breakfast wasn't important. I I couldn't figure out in my head how I was going to rope drop. And also eat Mickey waffles at the resort because the resort opened at seven and I need to be at the bus at six 45. And I was like, right. mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to make that happen. So I was like, okay, what's important to me? Well, what's important. What was important to me might not be as important to anybody else, but I ended up doing bagels and peanut butter in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, and yeah. I was, I was running from, you know, and I, you can take the the plastic bag off the coffee cups. There's those are sealed for you to use, right? In the room. Jen's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. We have breakfast I, reservations every day. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of things though that you can do to make it go faster if that's what you want to do. And or you can yeah. be as leisurely as you want. But I was like running from flights of passage with a peanut butter bagel in my mouth that I had in a clean plastic bag, you know. Right. It's like you gotta you gotta figure out what's important to you and then and then yeah, just be kind to yourself. Like you're, if you're going alone, I feel like you're treating yourself on purpose, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the kind of the yeah. idea is like, I'm going to treat myself. Well, don't overdo it. Like you can go back. That's the beauty. Of, yeah. I'm already, I'm already planning mm-hmm. my next trip in my head, you know? So, that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, Jen's never truly alone on a trip because she always has her servants with her that to throw the rose petals <laughs> down and to, she's her entourage. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> she's like, here, I am, I am very warm right now. 
hello, geez, please, <laughs> yeah. water. And it's, and it's probably, it's the same thing that you tell, you both tell clients, right? Mm-hmm. Be yeah. ready for the unexpected. Like everything's yes. not yeah. going to go yeah. perfectly. I didn't, yeah. I didn't plan on being, I mean, it was a downpour at about oh, 730 that right. went all the way to nine o'clock in Magic Kingdom. Well, guess what? That meant super short lines for everything. Oh, yeah. Um, if you find yourself in Adventureland without a, you know, shelter, those umbrellas at the cheeseburger spring roll cart, those are, those extend the velvet rope just enough where you can get under them. I nice. didn't get to try the spring rolls this time, but they're on the list for next time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, you know, everything's not going to go the the way you thought. I had a really old poncho in my bag. Guess what? It failed within the first 15 minutes. You know, <laughs> oh. I wasn't. I wasn't planning on that contingency, but now I have yeah. like a really beautiful one from Emporium mm-hmm. and it has like yeah. the characters on it, you know? Yes. Like, <laughs> now you have a nice thing. You know, I mean, you can never prepare for a black bear closing half the park because there's a tree. Oh my gosh, right? So yeah, yes, it sounds... expect the unexpected. It's Florida. <laughs> it sounds like I, I missed it just barely. So yeah, just, wow. just barely. <laughs> ah. Look at you joining the yeah. pun cup. I love it. Uh, <laughs> the pun cup. What? Melissa, hey. of course, uh, the host of the food for thought cast coming out every Thursday as well. So you can listen to our cast and her cast at the same time. Well, not the same time, but one after the other, because they're right there together. So um, great podcast, by the way, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and I always go back to early June episode. 15 and 16 which is a two-part episode about how to read a menu all those really crazy terms that you don't understand like i don't understand what i'm reading sometimes and i'm like i don't know what this means and i love the fact that melissa just breaks it down like here's what this means here's what that yeah. means here's what you know this when is when you see this it's layered with this kind of sauce here's what that means and so i i love it i think it's i think it's great so um you know running your own restaurant and everything melissa how do people how can people find you mm-hmm. uh on on the interwebs so on Instagram, I'm at um, the Food for Thought Cast, and also on Facebook. And like mm-hmm. David said, the episodes will drop every Thursday. We got some fun ones coming up. You know, it was National nice. Cheeseburger Day yesterday. We're yep. gonna look at the history of hamburgers and cheeseburgers, and kind of the biggest and best out there, and the facts and tidbits and trivia. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do some superstitious foods uh, for Halloween, of course, and where oh, nice. you know uh, where foods come from. And then one I'm looking forward to the most is Vittles La Revolution, which is gonna be Revolutionary War foods. Um, that'll be super. Oh, fun. that's going to be really fun. <laughs> I, I'm, Disney I'm and just, travel kind of like, gives itself. Yeah. You actually have to do research <laughs> on this, so I'm impressed by that. Like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> Last question, because we forgot to ask at the top of the interview: uh, How did you Disney this week? And so of course, it's easy I, to say, "Well, I went on a trip," but you know, I got this super cute <gasps> mug. I love it. Oh, he's Emporium. adorable. So I am drinking coffee out of that today. I may or may not mm-hmm. have had. Um, where there's caramel popcorn for breakfast for the last two days that I brought home with me. No judgment. Um, That's absolutely how I am doing Disney this week. So that's absolutely a breakfast food. Also, I'm I'm pretending I'm pretending that I'm still there. Also, the Joffrey's coffee is super delicious. And you can you can totally take those home mm-hmm. just because it's uh-huh. in a, just because it's in a single serve pouch doesn't mean that you can't break the pouch open and put it in your coffee filter if you have a drip right. coffee maker. So I have been drinking Joffrey's coffee all week. I have like 15 more of them because they'll just give it to you if you ask. So well, yes, <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me on. I really had a blast. Absolutely. And we'll have you on again. We'll, we will talk oh, yeah, food, definitely. more Disney and stuff. And so, <laughs> yes. awesome. thank you. Thanks. Okay, Jen, I know you're hungry, so we'll get you out of here in, in just a few minutes. But uh, let's go ahead and get your, your your socials. Where can we find you on this interwebs? Yeah, you can find me at star Jen. And then my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Navatni. Nice. And of course, I am going to the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar on Facebook. And find, of course, Upon Us Our Travel in all the usual places, uh, Twitter and TikTok and all those good places, X and Instagram and Facebook and such. And of course, we have an Instagram, Instagram. We have a Upon a Star Travel YouTube show. We do. It's new. Travel show, travel chat, the suitcase, and a, and, a, and some walking shoes. We don't know point. what to call it just yet, but it's coming. Um, but yeah, that is on YouTube now. We've done two episodes so far, and it's really mm-hmm. just a. A, we found a, a, a dearth 
a, a missing <laughs> spot of, of YouTubiness <laughs> from Disney shows and from travel shows. And we're like, you know, yeah. let's just put together an hour show once a week that people can tune in and listen and, you know, featuring some of our amazing, amazing, What I love about this show is that we've got, we've got, um, there are other agencies that do a lot of great things, Absolutely. but a lot of, they have great socials and stuff like that, but there's not a lot of them that take all their socials and say, you know what? You're good on camera and you're good on camera and you're good on Instagram. You're great on Facebook. Let's just come together and put these things together mm -hmm. and see what happens. And that's kind of what it's been. Yeah. It's been re really, really it's been cool. Super fun. So, been very fun. So find it on YouTube by upon star travel. Just, go there mm -hmm. so uh for jen i am dave and don't forget to thank and feed your phoenicians thank you for listening to the main street electrical podcast you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook at the mse podcast or visit our website at the mse podcast.com be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.